What is going on? It's Mackin. I'm mad at you now. That's right. The tables have turned. Why haven't you put out a podcast, listener? Psych, it's me. It's Mackin. I make the podcast, and you've done nothing wrong. And I forgive you, so you should be grateful. Speaking of gratitude, it's Thanksgiving time. Guys, what are your plans? Is this a weird time for you? Is this a nice time for you? Is it somewhere in the middle? I think that's where I'm at. Uh, family coming up. It always, you know, there's that Ram Dass quote. I've probably mentioned it before on this podcast uh, because Duncan Trussell has mentioned it on his podcast, which is that anyone who thinks they're enlightened should go spend a weekend with their family. And I think that is a really funny quote. And there's a lot of truth to it, too, you know? Um, that we, uh, yeah, we learn a lot <laughs> in a way from our families, you know? Being like, like watching what comes up when we're with our families, just being like, oh, I I have a lot to work on. <laughs> Whether it's patience or, you know, communication or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But just sort of watching the emotional escape uh, from which you were forged. Uh, and then also fun times, maybe, you know, um, board games and such fun pies. Are you kidding me? I'm excited. I don't eat most meats, so I will be enjoying one of those crudite. Couldn't tell you what crudite is. I don't know why I decided to use it. It's like a breaded. Is it a breaded thing? Is that what crudite is? In crudite? I don't know why I'm using these words, but basically, fake turkey wrapped in fun bread, bready coating thing, breaded thing, and then there's like fun stuff in the middle. You see it at Whole Foods. They're going at Trader Joe's now. And uh, yeah, guys, so for the meatless folk out there, there are fun options. I love a pecan pie more than most things in this life. Anybody see those Bon Appetit YouTube videos where they put the pecans from the pecan pie on top of the pumpkin pie? What? Fucking pie crossover? What? This pie featuring another pie? Incredible. Why don't we have more stuff like that in our lives? What's two good things that we could try to put together right now? Uh, boy, oh boy, love uh, Captain America. And I also love, uh, I I couldn't think of two things. And the first thing I thought of was Captain America. I mean, sure, I like Captain America, but I'm not, he's not like, oh man, favorite thing, Captain America. (laughs) Oh guys, I got, I had too many shrimps for dinner, you know, full of, full of shrimp right now. Filled with the brim with shrimps. Are you enjoying this? Me saying this that I'm filled with shrimps? <laughs> uh, you know, I my Thanksgiving strategy, go in. Hey, how are you? You know, try to show up for people, listen to them. You know, see some people. I like a good game, you know? I feel like a game brings people together. Uh, low stakes, you know? Games can turn sour, but, you know, friggin', hey, what's up? Let's all play... BS on the cards or uh, friggin', uh, you know, Scrabble or something. You want a game that everyone is going to be able to play real good, you know. Maybe Scrabble's not great. Maybe you got a Brainiac in the bunch and maybe you got someone that doesn't know that many words is that good. 
Clearly, I know all the good words. And, you know, guys, I'm going to cut to the chase here. Fucking, I don't have a point, but basically, I'm here for you, you know? What are you doing, some traveling this week? I'm here for you. Got a great podcast with my friend Petro for you. Um, I'm sorry that I've been gone, but no. And also, uh, motherfucking, I, uh, you know, even if you're, maybe you're alone with this, uh, holiday season or you're just kicking it with friends, you know, maybe you're not doing the family thing. Maybe that's a relief. Maybe that's real nice. Maybe you have an infinitely complicated universe that is your own, that contains your own choices, that contains you, my friend. And also within that universe of you in this moment is me. Hey, and likewise. What a crazy tapestry of happenings that is the now. (sighs) Tug and Trussell. I just want to be you. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving. Grateful gratitude. Uh, That type of thing. Um, Family. You guys know. Okay, let's get to the episode. This is an episode I recorded a long time ago with my friend Petro. A long time ago, it was like six months ago or something. He's a great guy. And we hung out. I think we talked for a few hours before the podcast started, or at least like an hour or something. It's one of my favorite types of things that happens with this podcast, which is where I'm hanging out with the person and we kind of like, the conversation just starts going and before we start recording. So we just talk for a long time and then Petra was like, should we do the podcast? And I was like, dude, hell yeah. And then we did the podcast, and then we hung out some more. Oh my gosh, guys. Friendship. I remember when I became friends with Petro, I uh, I was feeling lonely, and I went over on a whim. I saw like a friend of a friend on Facebook post something about having an improv hang. Just people that had never done improv before, they were just like, let's all do improv together or something. I'm an improv hobbyist, and I was like, this sounds fun. I love improv. It's it's one of my favorite hobbies. And uh, went over, and we all played improv games together. And I met Petro, and uh, he really makes me laugh a whole lot. So, uh, And that I'm grateful for his friendship. And that time in my life when I was feeling lost, and then I, I found a new group of people that I uh, enjoyed being around. Um, so fucking, I love you, and here's a podcast brought to you by nothing. Here we go. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad Petro, yo, mama, so fat, yo, yo, mama's so fat. How fat is she? She's so fat that she came up to me uh-oh. and she said, "Uh oh, Megan, I am too fat." And I said to your mom, "I said, yeah." What'd you say to my mom, Jane and I? said, "I said, I." God rest her soul. I, <laughs> what'd you say to my mother? <laughs> I said, "I know that you're fat," and in your face. Oh fuck. I'm sorry, mom. If you're if you're listening from up above, you you got roasted, you got you got boom shakalaka, and there's nothing you can do about it. 
And I, I got to give it up to Mackin. Thank know? you, man. Please you let your good... dead mother know that uh, she got fucking served. I will. I will let her know. <laughs> I will. I will forward the message next time I'm praying. When I'm at the I'm at the gravesite, with the right along with the bouquet of flowers, I will leave a little note that uh, suggests she subscribes to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. There it is. Is your mom actually dead? She's not actually dead. Okay. Not technically, no. She is on life support. Really? Uh, no, she's not. <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> no, she's well. I'm so she's afraid alive. that like I'm she's alive. <laughs> she's alive. Yeah, she's living. Cool, she's cool, living. cool. Yeah. How's your mom? She's great. That sounds like a dude. It's like, hey, how's your mom? <laughs> Mom's good. Cool. Uh, she's cool. up in the Bay Area. And, uh, you know, she's taking it pretty easy right now. I'm uh, I'm going to head home in uh, a couple weeks. I'm going to do a little pop-in. Check nice. up on her. Say hey. When's the last time you did a pop-in? I love my mom so much. Uh, Heck yeah. Last time I did a pop-in was... Hmm, Maybe two or three months ago. Maybe three months ago. Mm. I like to get up to the bay when I can for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Right. Hop in the whip, six hours, some podcasts. Yeah. Maybe this one. Hey. <laughs> this is We're going to do a six-hour podcast right A hundred percent. Exclusively your mama jokes, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be hard to top, top that first one where she said <laughs> to you that I'm fat and you said I know. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, that's the truth, you know? That ain't nothing funnier than truth, baby. Uh, what a weird time in Culture. society when that was the thing that we said, you know? There was a whole show. A whole show. Yo Mama. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Was it hosted by Jeff Ross? It feels like it would have been He's hosted definitely, by Jeff yeah. Ross. He's the roast master. He's the roast master. Was, uh, yeah, I think also, I think Yo Mama jokes kind of still can get a pass. Like, you could get a Yo Mama so fat joke in this society where fat shaming is not okay anymore by any means right but in the yo mama form i could see it a little nostalgia being there. a little yeah there's something kind of innocent like maybe we got about one it. or two years left of yo mama so fat <laughs> jokes and then it's you yeah. know that's they haven't been canceled they haven't completely yet. been canceled. like the yo mama is yeah just hilarious making fun of someone's mama yeah yeah what a savage thing the kids to, for kids to do that like, yeah your mother is very fat your mother's so ugly <laughs> That's my mama, you know. <laughs> Not even you. Wow. Uh, yeah, yo, mama. What's your go-to uh, move in the bay besides like seeing, seeing the family? Yeah, when I get up there, I usually take it pretty easy. Just kind of hang out uh, in the house I grew up in, and there's like a little corner store where they. They make some sandwiches, so I'll make sure to walk over there one afternoon, like, get a sandwich, bring it back, like, nothing crazy, like, watch TV, honestly. What's the sandwich order? Uh, the sandwich order, I switched it up. I definitely switched it up. They got a lot of the, uh, uh, like, the pre-made options, you know? It's kind of like one of those, like, bougie sandwich places where they got one that has, like, fig and brie in one of the sandwiches, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, that type of a sandwich shop. And I will get everything, man. I eat all types of sandwiches. I love sandwiches. And so I'll go from a meatball one day to a, you know, straight up caprese. Nothing but veggies and cheese. Word. So I'll switch it up. But 
when I'm in Los Angeles, if we want to talk about sandwiches, I will yes. tell you where the best sandwich in all of Los Angeles is. Please do this. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Fiore Market Cafe. Whoa. It's in Pasadena. Whoa. Dude, you go there, you get the rotisserie sandwich, the rotisserie chicken sandwich. This is the best sandwich you'll ever have. I first heard about it. Wow. Uh, outside of a show, I made small talk with a friend and someone who I met that night. And we're talking about sandwiches. Somehow comes up. He's like, you got to try the sandwich. It's at the Fiore Market Cafe. And I write it down. He's like, this is the best sandwich ever. And, you know, like I kind of circle back to my little notepad. And I like, I really sh- should get out there. And like I tell a couple friends, I'm like, we guys, we got to go there. And everyone gets excited. It's like, oh, a rotisserie chicken sandwich. That sounds like an interesting sandwich. It's not like another pastrami sandwich because there's just like a lot of great Jewish delis where you can get that. But we make a trek out there, me and a couple buddies, and we all bit into this thing, and we're like, this is it. This is the greatest sandwich in L.A. Oh, shit, dude. It's fire, dude. It is an wow. incredible sandwich. Wow. Fiore Market Cafe. Hell yeah. It's a pesto, chicken, burrata, wow. and some mayonnaise, kind of I bread. think. What kind of bread we The bread about. is fresh, homemade there. Woo! They sell loaves of it. And the bread is truly the best part of the sandwich. Hell yeah. So like a white bread, wheat bread? It is a... Sourdough of some sort? Sourdough of some sort. Yeah. It's wow. thick. Nice. It's thick. You is ever that... A grilled, grilled at all It's sandwich? not grilled. Straight up. Which I like. Nice. I think if you can pull it off not grilled, yeah. then that's that's real. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. They're not relying on any... They're not relying on tricks. the char or like that crunch or the heat. Also known as lies. Thank you. 100%. <laughs> that is just not a... Uh, it's not how God ate his sandwiches. But, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to a sandwich place in Hollywood called All About the Bread. No. It's a pretty popular sandwich spot where the bread, not that great, contrary Whoa. to the name of the place. Sorry if you're listening, All About the Bread. You canceled. <laughs> Fiore Going Market Cafe. You want my Still get a pass. Dude. This restaurant, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> All About the Bread is so fat that... This bread is disgusting, but if that's the name of your sandwich, that's spot, the name of the spot. You gotta have a fucking. You it gotta have great bread. It's not that hard to make homemade tasting bread. Call up anybody's grandma and do it like that. It's it's Dude, backwards. I'm so sorry, please. My roommate is texting me right now. Handle that. We'll cut this part out. Are we being too loud? Dude, no, 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 not at all. That's the nice part about living. Uh, with musicians, is that? I'm going to write down that. Kiss me if you can, by the way. Kiss me if I'm wrong, but oh, use that as a lyric. <laughs> yes, Petra and I, before the podcast was recording, we were talking about dating apps. And uh, oh. I recounted to him a line that was used on me, was, which is, kiss me if I'm wrong, but dinosaurs still exist, right? <laughs> which is? A great opening line on her part. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Yeah. Which is nice. I think yeah. for a guy to receive an opening that is coming in hot like that, real great. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be, you know, girls, like, they receive a lot of crazy things. And, you know, I'm sure. you want to yeah. make sure it's not too hot because right. <laughs> there's, like, you know. Sure they're the, getting a lot of. There's craziness out there. on Yeah. Like, guys are sending, but I, I really like that opening. Yeah. Silly, you know. Silly. She's, like, I'm into it. A little sexual, it. too. A little sexual. Me. I mean, yeah, that's. Yeah, I went silly on the response. As you, that's the right move. You Anyways. adhere to the silly part of it. Yeah, but you're like, what kind of a kiss, baby? Well, <laughs> <laughs> part of be... my kissing, baby. <laughs> a little T Rex emoji be or something. Insane. 
I've never gotten to like a sexed place with someone before. Oh, on the app? Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. That's insane. That would be bolts. But I'll it does happen. Yeah. 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 Some people like, you know, the truly beautiful people, like their apps are filled with sexual, like early conversations. Like, oh, that's like, I can't wait to like make out with you. Whoa. But I think me and you were a couple of uggos. Couple of who ugs. are, yeah. you know, kind of like funny and yeah. like decently attractive that uh, we focus on the funny side yeah. when we're on there. Yeah. Well, look, check check this one out. Oh, well, your whoa, mom. Here's... so <laughs> so bad. The only jokes we did. Great opening, dude. Your mama <laughs> would love to get drinks at the Cha-Cha Lounge on Tuesday with me. Dude, first dates are a trip, man. I like what you said dates. about apps when we were uh, chatting. You were like, "Yeah, what?" It it's like me. so many people are like, "Okay, yeah, very pro or very against it." And you were like, "Here's what I'll say. I'll say it again too, please." Uh, I think with the apps. So I have a girlfriend now, and I was talking to Mackin about how happy I was to delete those godforsaken apps. Get them and, out of here. But you know, like some people. Like, hate the apps. Others love the apps. And the reality of it is that this is how people date. And you can't think about it too much. Like, you can't get philosophical with it. Because if you do, you will go, you will spiral out of control. Yeah. You will start being like, wow, this is where society's come. Like, all I can, all I amount to is these likes. And like, oh, of course, the beautiful people don't, I'm not like part of this beautiful people club. And like, but you need to just like shut up and just like do a little <laughs> swiping, like shoot a little opening text, like see yeah. if it happens, like, and then put it back in your pocket. Yeah. And that's just mm. where I think the happiness exists. Yeah. If you can self-control your own mind without going too deep. Yeah. Totally. I've definitely yeah. been in the zone too much where I'm oh, like 100%. on this fantasy binge you, you get falling on a in love in you five fall seconds in a love million times. with strangers a million yeah. times a second. Yeah. And then you're like, this is it. And then she says one thing like, oh my God, that was the funniest thing ever. This person is my wife. <laughs> yeah, you're my wife. <laughs> and like, are you like, oh my God, she's beautiful. Like, And then like, you don't even end up going out on a date or you do go on a date and it's yeah. totally different vibe. Like, totally. You're on your phone. You like build out these crazy fantasies. Yeah. And you, it's so crazy. Yeah. But it's I feel so like real. I'm often trying to be like, these apps are the worst or these apps are the it, best. That's the thing. And then on I the other like, side, yeah. you're like, they're horrible. Like, yeah. you There's, just got to yeah. do it, but don't overdo it and yeah. focus on other things in your life. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's wise as hell. I'm a wise guy, man. <laughs> There's a <laughs> wise lot. guy, eh? Yeah, freaking <laughs> hello. There's a lot of people that I feel like, feel like it's almost like a, in a way that it's like, it's like a form of small talk to like complain about dating apps, you know? Just sure. Like, oh, these, yeah, that's true. That's right? so true. Or like, yeah, like, oh my right? God, like I'm going to meet up with none of these people. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. all right, man. That's <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And I was, I was realized like my, one of my roommates is yeah. in a relationship hmm. that is, uh, that it started on Hinge. Sure. And like, so like the app worked yep. for him, you know? hundred percent. And it I realized, works. yeah. And, like, I am not in a relationship from an app. At the time of this taping. At the time of this taping, maybe. When I'm listening back, I'll have to, like, edit. I'll have to do, like, a editor's note at the end. That's true. Um, but I was like, oh, it's like... Editor's <laughs> note. I'm these... now married with children. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like, oh, if you're not, like, currently, like, in love... 
<laughs> like from a relationship from an app, does that mean the apps like don't work? On you, yeah. Yeah. Like, or they haven't worked yet. Right, exactly. They haven't worked yet. Which yeah. is everyone on the app. Which is everyone on the app. Yeah, so, <laughs> so it's, it's that. Like, that's if, so if that's true. how we're judging it, then everyone Every, it doesn't work. on the app is yeah. not working for you. If they're you. still having enough people sign up, then it's a failure. Right, exactly. So it's like that's a, a dumb way to think about it, you know? Yeah, no, that's... Great. I'm not even fully sure what I just said. No, it's... No one is. Like I said, you can't try and come up with, like, this big grand... Right. Uh, blanketing statement for the dating apps you right. gotta just kind of treat them as something there to like look at occasionally that could lead to some nice connections with someone mm. but uh yeah it's too it's too complicated yeah to dig deep in dude this anyways sandwich yeah, yeah bro I, that is a stupid sandwich i'm i haven't eaten meat in a while with, oh yeah there's chicken yeah i've yeah. read i'm recently like been entertaining the possibility okay of like putting me back into my diet we'll if put this ever, one high on the list dude this might be the what Does converts that, me do you like sandwiches or you sandwich guy I fucking love sandwiches i've never had a sandwich with you but uh dude maybe we get a sandwich all right i may, may i may not commit to a meat sandwich Bro, oh no no easy easy quite yet i like yeah. a nice like a this fish guy, sandwich this you guy's know? not gonna eat meat dude you're never gonna eat me, man. Dude, I don't know. I read I read an interesting uh chapter in a book the other day that hmm. was making an argument for it. And I've been thinking about it since. What did it say? It said basically like that a lot of the like critiques of <clears throat> from people who don't eat meat mm-hmm. of meat. It's like about the meat industry mainly, you know? Hmm. Um which is hmm. very valid. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's like a, a separate issue. Not a separate issue, but it's like, it's not entirely like all eating meat. You know, it's like, okay, if it's like about these cruel treatment of these animals, it's like Fair. a subset of these animals. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yes, and we should be like, that should be those to, practices should be fixed. Yeah. We should be trying to do all we can to like stop unnecessary suffering for sure. And then like the second part of his argument was like, uh, that. People that are saying just like killing an animal is inherently wrong. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. That sometimes that can be coming from a pl- place of just discomfort about talking about death, you know? And just okay, the, like, yeah. Not wanting to accept that like death happens, you know? And yeah. It's possible for an animal to like live full, cool life and then die and then like for be in your belly. Be in your belly, you know? Yeah. And then like... You monster. Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been thinking about that recently. I was like, oh, you know, because I eat like eggs and fish still. Yeah. You know? Sure. And uh, yeah, you know, and I think sometimes... Also, I- you're wearing a full mink sweater right now. I should point <laughs> out to everybody. <laughs> there is a literal bear head mounted... <laughs> In the studio, lots of taxidermy. <laughs> lots a, of taxidermy. The places. A zebra rug. There is a full zebra. There's a little cage here, just like stacked piglets. There's not <laughs> yeah. even room for them all to touch the ground. No, I don't think they deserve it. I think it's funny. <laughs> I'm not going to eat those. So, no, because yeah. I'm not. A, I don't eat pork. Them. Yeah, but it's that's not just a for, Yeah. <laughs> uh, what book did you read that in? It's called The Yoga of Eating. The Yoga of Eating. Yeah. Interesting. You You're, recommend that book? I would recommend that book. Um, if food ever like stresses you out, I think okay. it's a good book to read, you know, I like 
do a lot of over-snacking and shit like that, you know? So it's an interesting book because it's not like, eat this, don't eat this. It's like, chew your food very slowly and your your body will tell you what's up. That is so valuable to remember. And I think the biggest, you know, food problem everybody has is portions. Yeah, dude. And everyone's so inundated and focused on what they put in their mouth, but they should be focusing on how much they put in their mouth. At least that is a reminder that I tell myself because I have that issue. What do you eat today? Great question, man. I've been on a bit of a binge. I've definitely been eating a lot lately. I went to Greece about a month ago to visit my dad where he lives. Heck yeah. And spent three weeks out there with my brother and some family. What part of Greece? He So he lives on Crete, the island. And I have a lot of family in Athens, my aunt, uncle, and grandma. But uh, this time we spent uh, a lot of time in Athens, and then we went to two other islands, one called Zakintho and the other one called Kefalonia. And we ate, you know, like gavoons, tons of food. Like What are gavoons? Gavoons is a phrase my uncle says, and I've never really looked it up or considered the fact that it's a made-up word until now. But I kind of assumed it was someone like a monster, mm. like a, oh, like you were the gavoons, like yeah, oh yeah, no, now we ate, like we ate gavoons, like used as the, like a California says like, but like actual simile like yes. gavoons, right? Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, gavoon. Is gavoon a word? I've never heard it before. Sounds fun. Yeah, you're like it's like a goon. It's a it's like a goon. It's like a gavoon. Gavoon. I wonder if it's this like kind of like Italian like origins or. Yeah. A gavoon. You're eating like a gavoon over like there. You're eating like a over there. Put down all that <laughs> Put down all that Parmesan. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just eating a block it, of Parmesan. Blocks. That's a gavoon right fork there. fork and knife. Uh, anyways, ate a lot. And, uh, you know, I try and not eat too much generally. Not like to the point where I'm on a diet. But, you know, I like to eat healthy. And not like completely stuff myself. But I was in Greece stuffing myself, and I've been back, and I've been stuffing myself. So today, I had a bowl of cereal for breakfast. What kind of cereal are you rocking? Okay, man, great question. So I was rocking these Whole Foods, like honeyed cornflakes mm. things, gluten-free. And although I'm not gluten-free, my friend Brad is. Shout out to Brad. What's up, Brad? Uh... And he's been turning me on to some really tasty, gluten-free stuff. Mm. Do you notice? Does it feel different when you I eat it? I don't know if I feel different. I, I'd mm. like to think I do. Right. But I can't say for sure. Word. Um, but there's a different texture when they remove the gluten that I like sometimes. Like mm. in bread, it's not ideal. Yeah. But in like dry stuff, it is nice. Word. So I have my bowl of cereal with a fork, by the way. What the fuck? Yep. Here we go. Holy shit. All right. There it is. So the other day, I was with uh, my girlfriend. And I say to her, you know, how great are forks? Love forks. And she's like, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I disagree. Not to, not to interrupt, but uh, I prefer the spoon. And I'm like, all right, you know, sure. Are you sure. guys just talking about these uh, utensils in general at this point? You're just saying, I like forks. I think, you know, I'm trying to, okay, realistically, how did it come up? I think she was like. Or are you talking about four cereal? 
No, she definitely brought it up. Not Word. for cereal. Not for cereal. Just in general. Just in what general. What do we think of forks and spoons? She was just like, uh, like I think the spoon is better than the fork because you can scoop everything up. And uh, ah. and I was like, I don't know. I disagree. I think the fork is better because... Little, little guys in there, you can tear stuff. Yeah, little guys, you can tear stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's and the selling. That's the log line for forks. It's like to tear them up, <laughs> tear tear it up. Tear little guys, it up, there. dude. Little guys in there. Three, sometimes four. But long story short, I'm going a week without using a spoon, and she's going a week without using a fork. Oh shit! That's right. Yep. Well, so this is great. I this this is very heartwarming. Yeah. Thank you. Exercise. <laughs> it's a heartwarming you're... exercise. <laughs> And because they're so stubborn in our ways. I was like, I don't need a fucking spoon. I will, I don't I will never use a spoon again. She's like, well, I'll never use a fork again. So you're you ate cereal with a fork today. So I've been eating cereal with a fork all week. Oh shit. How's it been going? Not bad. Really? Uh yeah, not bad. Because you can scoop up quite a bit with the fork. Interesting. And then you can like tilt the bowl to sip it. You know, the tilting like miso soup style, you can get a lot of liquids uh going. And yeah. so, yeah, the cereal was definitely with the fork. And I'm not going to lie, it's like day four of the bet, and it has lost a little bit of its charm. Like, would have probably reached for a spoon. Reached for a spoon. But I stayed true. You know, I like to think she's staying true. No way to tell for sure because yeah. she's at her work. I uh, have not set up cameras, but uh, she's pretty trustworthy. And what if you have like a slice of pie or something? Like oh, someone puts an apple pie in front I of you. I love eating pie with a fork. Fork. Yeah. Yeah. I eat pudding with a fork by choice. Yeah. I sometimes will get a Ben and Jerry's thing and uh, I'll eat it with a fork. Ice cream? Ice cream. Ice cream with a fork? Ice cream with a fork, dude. Whoa, dude. That's it's, wild. I mean, it's not like always. Like generally right. I'll go for a spoon, but... I've done it, and not because, you know, all the spoons are in the dishwasher, but because, like, I want to get smaller pieces. I want to really, like, mm. uh, grip at the ice cream with the fork. Mm. And, yeah, I had a little, like, a little pudding the other day. Yeah. And I was eating with the fork, and then it got to the bottom. This was kind of like in a little container, almost like a salsa container. And I was like, all right, well, there's definitely some pudding on this container left that I can't get with this fork. So I knifed the container in half and I licked it. Nice. Staying true to this bet, I'm going to win this bet. Uh, so I had a bowl of cereal with a fork. Then I went, so we've been doing rehearsals for this musical I was telling you about. Yeah. And at one point we did a big old lunch order and we were ordering from Chipotle. So I got a uh, chorizo bowl, guacamole, mm. sour cream, Corn salsa, right. everything in there. A lot of things that maybe could fall through the lot cracks of, of the fork. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I did use a fork, thank God. Uh, and uh, then I ate half of someone else's burrito. And earlier in the morning, I forgot to mention, I had half of Joey's breakfast sandwich. Joey, if you're listening, I ate it. It was on the table. You weren't eating it for a while. I know you, you get focused on... Work and I knew you weren't going to come back to that by the time we ordered lunch, so I ate it. I hope this is how Joey finds us out. I hope so too. This podcast. I hope so too. And I also snacked a lot. We had like uh, tortilla chips and salsa out. We kind of like a little snack table. I'm going oh, yeah. on that. Some Tostitos and some uh, popcorn, like the smart food, the white cheddar stuff. Yeah. Um, Two solid snacks right there. Yeah. 
So that's what I've had today. And I'm pretty stuffed. Yeah? Yeah, this has been a lot of food. That half sandwich, half burrito, and a burrito bowl. And it's like, what, 8 o'clock right now? In the morning. <laughs> In the morning, dude. It's crazy. You had all that shit, dude. Jesus, man. I should get my day started. <laughs> we, should, we should get our day started. Jesus. Um, have you ever seen an episode of SpongeBob where it's uh, like, Patrick, like, what did you eat? Like, And he's like... Hamburger, chicken, <laughs> a pizza. And it's like, no, Patrick, what did you eat like today? And he's like, hamburger, <laughs> chicken, a pizza. That is classic Patrick. That is classic Patrick. That he's is. getting up to shit. That guy can eat. What a fool. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a good guy. Did you watch that show? I did. Not that episode, though. Mm. What were your like, cartoons? Uh, I liked Rugrats when I was really young. And uh, then I was a big Simpsons watcher. Like growing up, that was like the only show we were allowed to watch at home. We didn't, we weren't really? allowed to watch much TV at home. Right. So it was one show a day, and that kind of turned into just like Simpsons at 6 p.m. Yeah. So we would do that. Do you think that was cool to, to grow up that way? Yeah, I think it was pretty cool. I liked The Simpsons a lot, and I think yeah. they kind of helped me uh, like develop, like, my sense of humor yeah, that like I would see on that show. And I was like, Oh, these guys do like these funny things. Like I want to be funny like that. And so I guess, yeah, that's probably a pretty like important part of my personality. Like watching all that. Yeah. Growing up. Hell yeah. But then when it came to cartoons, you know, like family guy, South park, like those things, yeah. I was really into family guy when it first was, released they had a, a couple seasons and it got canceled but oh me shit and, me and my friends that. really loved it yeah it was it came out it was on fox it was like you know it did its thing but obviously it wasn't getting great ratings and it got canceled and then like a couple years later the dvd sets started becoming really popular i remember those DVDs. and sets. all of a sudden like everyone was discovering the show and to the point where like people were petitioning for it to come back you know people who were like i never knew the show was on but i'm discovering it on dvd and so then Fox brought it back, and of course it was an enormous success. Oh shit! But I vividly remember like finding out that Family Guy was canceled. My buddies and like us being really upset. Wow! So I uh, didn't know that about Family Guy. Yeah, it's a crazy trajectory. Wow! And for it to go on to be like such an enormous, like uh, tentpole. I have a question for you that I've been asking people recently in my life. Let's do it. If your life was three TV shows, what shows would your life be? Great question. Do you watch I, a lot of TV? I do. Yeah, I do. Lord. I think The Simpsons would have to be on there for, like, growing up purposes and nostalgic reasoning. Then... I mean, I gotta, you know, I hate to be a generic millennial, but I gotta put The Office on there. Of course. It's just... Freaking classic. You threw an office-themed trivia party. I did. Yes. That's right. You hosted it. Hosted it. I came up with 100 original questions. Yeah. So You typed those questions out. I typed them out. I put on the suit. I bought the Dundies. Yeah. And so I started... So I always wanted to do... I would go to like an office trivia night at bars or something, but yeah. I was never seeing anyone or yeah. seeing one that happening or seeing one that was happening. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like throw one. Yeah, and so dude. I tell a couple of buddies, because, you know, we all have the office. I'm like, hey, I think we're going to do an office trivia night. And 
every, and I'm like, I'll just get these from like some online trivia site. But as soon as I tell that to my friends and I tell them there's going to be a prize, you're going to win a Dundee if you're part of the winning team. Everybody starts practicing online and they go and they start taking these tests. And I'm like, I can't use the questions from the test because all my friends are, are spending a ton of time scavenging the internet for like office trivia, like oh, practice shit. tests. Because people are prepping, like taking it really seriously. This is where I went wrong because I That's came in you, last place. You did. You, I don't think you know what you're up. There were some people there. I did not there. prepare. I thought I was like, I've seen The Office. Dude, people so were like, I'll oh win. my God, bro. There's like, you know, the, the people that won, like they got some questions that it was an insane... Like the final question that they got was the the question is it's like the actual question that happens in the episode of The Office where they do the trivia night, uh, where like the the host asks, you know, which French film is this or whatever, and then Kevin answered the question. It's like some really like bizarre French film. Like the title is. Not easy to remember. It's like L'Homme de la Grosse of Vaudon or whatever. <laughs> and I put that on there at the end of the, like, after 99 questions, I'm like, all right, here's like question 100. This yeah. one's worth like, you know, a hell of a lot of points. Somebody got that question. And I'm just like, that's friggin' insane, dude. I was very shocked by the collective uh, knowledge of that show. It was, yeah, there were some some heavy hitters. But overall, it was a fun time. And coming up with a hundred original questions really kind of killed the office for me for a little bit there. Because yeah. I watched a lot of it. I was like doing recaps just on Officepedia, like trying to make sure every season was represented. And it was Respect. not fun. <laughs> but everyone else had fun and the night was fun. And now I'm back to a place where I can watch The Office and enjoy it. All right. So that's number two. All right. Number three. Huh. Is there a funky smell in my room? What the fuck is that smell, dude? These piglets, man. What are you feeding them, are these dude? Rotting piglets. <laughs> These couple you? are definitely dead. <laughs> Just let them out, dude. No. <laughs> uh, okay, third show. Um, let me get this. I gotta go with TRL, man. What's Total, TRL? Don't tell me you don't know what TRL is. Mackin. Total. Request Live. Oh, I've heard of this show. Oh, my God. I did not. Uh, I don't think I ever watched this show. You know what? TRL was a show on MTV mm. that would show the 10 most popular music videos every day. And you would go online and you would vote for your favorite video. And Carson Daly would host it and they would get musicians to come on the show and like it was filmed in front of a live audience guest and musicians would like kind of promote their new music and just kind of like give interviews and they would show part of the music videos. But a lot of the time was spent like talking to musicians and sometimes they would just show like 20 to 30 seconds of the video unless it was like, you know, a new one that entered the charts or like one of the top three. And, you know, I'd go online and I would vote for which one I thought would be on there. I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I want, like, the new Eminem video. Like, I thought he's really cool. You know, I'll do that. Or, like, you know, I really like uh, Linkin Park. And so there was definitely a part of my childhood where I'd watch Terrell a lot, and uh, it represented, like, the charts for MTV. Yeah. It was a good show. It was, like, a big 
uh, part of the culture. I'm really surprised you've never heard of TRL. I now that you have explained it to me, I have heard okay. other people talk about it. Yeah, but I don't think in my real life. I think just this one podcast that I listened to maybe had Carson Daly on it. Well, they attempted to do a reboot, and I think it flopped. It was big news like mm. three years ago. It's like TRL is back. But, you know, with YouTube, no one's going to want to, like, watch a show that has music videos when you can just, like, go watch the music videos on YouTube easily. Yeah. But back then, like, you know, it's great to catch a music video because you only see it when they show it uh, on TV. Unless you go buy it oh, on, yeah. like, a DVD, which was a crazy thing that people, I guess, did. Music videos on DVDs? <laughs> they definitely must have existed that way. Whoa. This I don't recall. I, I mean, remember going to Blockbuster to get the DVDs of The Office when it was on. Wow, you rented The Office? Rented The Office on DVD. Because while it was uh, still on the air. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. And then I, me and my sister would go to Blockbuster, get an individual DVD from like a box set. Yeah. You know, there'd be like, like, got like three six, or four yeah, three seasons. Three or four episodes are, yeah. And uh, yeah, and then, and then I, we like, I remember we like caught up live and then like got to watch it. What are your three shows? Mine, I've said them on this podcast yeah, yeah. before, so everyone in the audience uh, knows them. Um, so I'll just listen to an older episode. <laughs> then. <laughs> just give me a timestamp to fast forward I, to. I won't, and you just have to find it. Um, Easy. Wilfred. Um, Wilfred, the Elijah, the Elijah, Wood, Elijah Wood show. show. The Elijah Wood. Oh, I got to watch that show. show. It's a good show. All right. Um, Top three. It's a great show. Yeah. It's about, it's more like the, the vibe of my life, I feel like, is mm, the th okay. these three shows. All right. There's that one, uh, Flight of the Concords. Great show. Truly a classic. Great freaking show, dude. Speaks to the heart, you know? And then Adventure Time is my third show. I've never seen Adventure Time. Boy, oh boy, Petro! I know it's, it's like time. a, is it a cartoon show? It's a cartoon show. It's is meant, it Tim and Eric show? No. No. It's Tim different. Yeah, Tim and Eric show, I think. Well, they have a couple different shows, but one of them I think is called the Tim and Eric show. Okay. Oh no! Wow, they have some show called Something Time. Okay. Is it Pretend Time with Tim and Eric? Is Adventure Time like very little kid like? Yes, it is a children's show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good, even though it's like a little kid show. Yes, that is why it's the fucking best. Wow. Because it's like all it's of a sudden. It's good like it's Spongebob like, was good, like, but it was a little kid show kind of? Yes. Or different? But different in the sense of like, there would be like, all of a sudden this kind of like deep shit coming through and you're just like, whoa, this is like heavy. You know? I love that. I love when they do some deep shit in like kid yeah. format. Very silly. Very, there is this like pure sort of like, all right, like go to friggin' Yeah. Beat up the bag. Save the world. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds great. Shit. But then there's also, like, it's just very strange. Gets kind of like psychedelic at certain points. And you're just like, this is freaking wild. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Do you like Rick and Morty? It's a good shit. I do. Yeah, it's a good I'm show. I'm a big fan. Yeah. How can you not? How can you What's not? What's not to like? What's not to like? It's good shit. Um, yeah, cartoon. South Park. Great show. Do you like South Park? I did like South Park. Did. I, I not that I don't like it anymore, but I haven't seen it in a yeah. long time. Well, the last season was actually incredible. Yeah. Yeah, really good, really culturally on the nose. They usually and, have always been. Because I kind of stopped too. Yeah. But uh, someone turned me on to this last season. Like they're saying some like really funny stuff about, you know, like I don't know, like anxiety and PC culture and. Kind of like going at it from like the South Park lens, which is always 
like really good. It makes yeah. you think a little. Mm. Gentrification. Yeah. There's some good stuff. And I was like, it's really like, wow, now that I'm a little older and like seeing these concepts being discussed, like I'm very aware of mm. uh, these concepts. Whereas when I was younger, I'd watch episodes of South Park and a lot of it was just like kind of funny. Right. And like the big stuff Hilarious. was like, you know, uh, lost on me. But yeah, last season was pretty good. I recommend it. Mm. I'm a fan of like the highbrow and lowbrow. Yeah. All Have the, you seen the, the Book of Mormon? No. Dude, it is so good. And yeah, friggin' Matt and Trey are just geniuses. Mm. For them to make South Park, which is such a successfully smart show, and then to go on and make one of like the greatest musicals of all time, where even the music is phenomenal and beautifully written besides just being funny, mm. it's incredible. Anyways, for the Matt musical that you're you're doing right now, yeah, did you write the songs? So, I wrote the songs with Joey and Brad. Word. And originally, Joey and Brad came to me. So, me and some friends were make we made a musical. What's the official name of the musical? The official name. Get ready for it. It's the Fast and the Furious, a musical parody. Love it. We make fun of the franchise, and we wrote all original songs, all original choreography, full script, and, you know, while we tease the tropes of, you know, action movies, like we have a song called Archetypal Character, and it, like, talks about how every person in the movie has, like, kind of, like, one defining characteristic. We have a song called Violence that talks about how much, like, audience members love watching violence. But it also, like, it shows all the characters in their best form and, like, we are fans of the franchise, so I like to think we poke fun at it while admiring it. But it is nonetheless a Fast and the Furious parody musical, and I've spent a ton of fucking time on it, and it began as a thing that we thought would be not a huge time commitment, but we've just been building it out more and more, writing more songs and then like making the song sound even better than like putting together some choreography. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, well, let's get it even tighter. And if we're going to do that move there, we might as well do this move here. And the mm. script is coming together. Let's like just make it a little punchier and funnier. And all of us, like the team is, it's five people. And all of us have never worked on a musical before ever. Word. So it's like a new thing for us. But it's been a ton of fun. Hell yeah. And we put it on one night at the Dynasty, as yeah. we were saying. It was, a ton of, it was a blast. Sold that bitch out. A lot of, lot, lot of friends and family there. Hell yeah. And we're doing it again this Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And we're hoping to... The Dynasty Typewriter The Dynasty LA. Typewriter in Los Angeles, Where baby. Where can people get tickets? You can get tickets at the Dynasty Typewriter website. Yes. Google the Dynasty Typewriter. Check out that calendar. Hell yeah. Hard to miss the Fast and the Furious... Parody musical. Fuck yeah. People plugging a show at the Dynasty Typewriter makes me feel like this is a real podcast. Dang right, this is a real podcast. So, uh, appreciate you, dog. Um, Earlier, in our yes. uh, when you called me before you came over. That's right. You were like, Mackin, what's, what is going to happen? What are we doing? What is your podcast about? Are we, you're going to be asking me like hard-hating questions? Are we going to be like, McDonald's or Burger King? That's. I can't taste the difference. That's what I said. So I wanted to ask you. Your thoughts on McDonald's and Burger King? Um, I think, so I want to say McDonald's, but I wonder if... In terms of like where you'd rather go. 
In terms of the whole experience. Whole experience. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Mickey D's. But I'm not sure that I'm saying that for like taste reasons or if it is just branding. Right. You know, like I think we love, you know, like classic Americana or like that, <laughs> totally. that McDonald's represents. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty trashy food, but there's also like kind of that like Americana like classicness to us that Burger King yeah, never know, really like, tapped into. Huh, I'm at Burger King. You know, it's like it's just like Burger when I was a King. kid, I went to, you no. know, <laughs> it doesn't have that. So That's I think it's so McDonald's, true, but dude. probably just for that reason. Yeah. Like Disneyland has that. Knox yeah. Berry Farm doesn't really have that. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Disneyland a couple times. Knox Berry Farm, maybe once. Fun time, but you don't have that like, oh my God, remember? Oh, no. I don't have any photos of me in Knox Berry Farm. They're certainly not framed with like an Aladdin. Like, I'm definitely not in the mouth of a friggin' lion made out of sand in that photo from Knox Berry Farm. Aladdin shout out. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, but if you do want to talk about fast food restaurants, I will I do. throw this into the mix. Carl's Jr. Hello! Yep. I said it. Bam, 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 I said bam, bam, bam. it. Bam, bam, bam. That's my go-to because they do the Beyond. They do the Beyond Burger. You know, I've been trying to have that Beyond Burger. I hear it's fantastic. It's very good. You know. Here's the thing about Carl's Jr. And excuse my my close friends who have heard me bring this up recently because I'm sorry. Like a, like 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 a like a. Like a hat on a cowboy, like a I can't get it off my on a, head. Like a can't hat. get it off my brain. Like a hat on a what? Like a, a hat, hat on a cowboy? Like a hat on a cowboy. Or I like, a, I'm trying to think of like a cartoon character who is like defined by a hat. Mm. I'm thinking of TJ, TJ and Rhesus for some reason, but that's kind of a random callback. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, Finn from Adventure Time wears a hat. Okay. Cool. Who, what's his name? Their Finn, name? Finn. Finn. Yeah. Like Finn with the hat. I can't get this topic out off my brain incredible flawless carl's jr who is carl <laughs> is the junior his dude I is is the junior thought. of carl it's insane right that it's not what carl is, it's carl jr because that would carl juniors yeah that's yeah, that's like, that would make Car- sense like carl is my father i'm carl this is and my carl place. juniors <laughs> so it's carl's jr yeah so the name is the restaurant? <laughs> like I'm Yeah. This is my junior? What is going on there? Like is that the name of a restaurant? A junior? Like this is Carl's Jr. over there's Brad's Jr. You got Tom's Jr. And nobody how is nobody talking about this? <laughs> how is no everyone is eating at Carl's Jr. and yeah, it's it's a thing that's it, you said it so many you times. You said it so many times. Like you've, you've lost the like meaning of like name possessive junior. You know, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Fucking wild. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, dude, I was having this conversation the other day. That is wild. <laughs> so I will I will tell you, I will tell you. I looked it up. What was the I answer? looked it up? The answer is Carl and his lovely wife. Started a restaurant originally called Carl's. Mm. Very successful here in Los Angeles, actually. Mm. Los Angeles, home of Carl's Jr. And the restaurant was doing so good. They were like, let's open up a smaller version of our successful restaurant. Uh, And like, well, since it's a smaller version of Carl's, let's just call it Carl's Jr. And thus the friggin' name was born. How crazy is that? 
You just witnessed me making sense of that idea. Hey, what a sight to see. And thank you for sticking through the whole me trying to figure out the hat on a person's head setup. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully the payoff is worth it. That makes total sense. It makes sense. This is Carl's. This is Carl's Jr. It's the. It is itself the junior. Yeah. From an original Carl's. Boom. Boom. Fuck that. There it is. Done. Done. Case closed. Is that your favorite fast food? That is my favorite. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good fast food these days. Mm. You know, with Five Guys and Shake Shack, just disrupting that scene. Very you know, true. all of a sudden. A burger being made at the counter to go is pretty dang tasty. Yeah. And it's at the prices of, like, some nicer restaurants. So just because it's fast doesn't mean it's cheap. Shake Shack's like, is that like an 8 $9 burger? 10 bucks or something? Something. Something in there. Yeah. Or, I haven't had a Shake Shack. So, uh, but if I had to pick one burger to eat, you know, people love In-N-Out, but really what In-N-Out has is the, that price point. Because... Yeah, yeah. Over in and out in a Shake Shack burger. If those are the same price, it's Shake Shack every time. Yeah. Uh, but so if we're going priceless, Carl's Jr. has some pretty good burgers too. Like they got like these like guacamole burgers. Yeah. But for a classic burger, I think I go with Shake Shack. Word. Yeah. Five Guys good too though. I recently went to Five Guys for the first time. Yeah. Surprised at how good it was. Now I'm thinking about meat, dude. Maybe I start eating meat now. Dude, let me go here. I'll suggest we go get a burger somewhere. Hell and yeah. that'll make you, I think, get defensive. Like, yeah, well, I, I won't start right away. I'll get a beyond. And, and <laughs> kind of like. Then we'll break the ice. Then you'll break the ice. I'll have meat adjacent to, you know. I'll That's be true. meat adjacent. Meat, dude, 100%. It's, smell it. I don't know, dude. I don't know how we're going with this. <laughs> smell that meat. Smell <laughs> that, that meat. Petro! Thanks for being on my show, dude. Great to be here. Dude, uh, where can people listen to Top Punk? Dude. All that shit. You can, uh, I mean, I'm part of a musical collective called Top Punk, and you can hear our music on Spotify. And also check out the Fast and the Furious musical parody. That's at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. And my name is Petro AP. I generally like making music, producing, and writing for artists. So just check me out on the scene, baby. Word. Thank you, Petra. Love you, Mackin. I love you too. I love you more. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking.